All right. I'm actually advertising a car for sale at the moment. It's really difficult. What's that? So I've, I've got a car for sale at the moment. I just wanted to test the waters. Yeah, yeah. It's, re- it's really difficult. Did, they, fi- did no- they fix the floor plan? Yeah, we, Pete, we don't, but how? We don't talk about that. You should see the ad. It says, never been in an accident. Never been in an accident? You were never, never been in an accident. That was my fault. You were, yeah. <laughs> you were never there when the accident happened. Read the fine print. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the All Talk Car Podcast. We're back. Another week. Another Zoom. But Hal's here with me live. G'day, Hal. Guten Abend. With clothes on. Not that we're on YouTube yet. <laughs> on the other line is Mr. Ross Galetis. How you going, buddy? Hey, how you doing, guys? And we've got a special guest. Last week, we spoke about buying cars during COVID. This week, we're going to look at selling cars during COVID. So we've got the big boss man for selling cars on Gumtree, Mr. Rick DiCello. How you going? I paid it good. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on board. Pleasure. So where do we start? We, who's got cars for sale? Ross, are you selling something? Everything's uh, yeah, for yeah. sale. I'm not, I'm not going to say what it is, but we've got, I've got something <laughs> for sale at the moment. And it, it's a really different market from, you know, when I, I post, I had, I had my M3 for sale at the end of last year before I traded it, ended up trading it. You know, the inquiries were flowing through and everything was good. Well, let's let's find out from the source, from Rick. Have you noticed any, I mean, I'm sure you get data from, from the listings. Have you noticed any weird trends that you didn't expect in March coming into May you've noticed with COVID? Yeah, so look, there's, there's lots of weird things that have happened with COVID. But uh, essentially, a few things happened that we expected. So, and, and you think about the situation, we're all in, largely all in, whether we're, some, some people still have to go into an office or, or into a place of business, but largely a lot of people are working at home, right? So they've got more time on their hands to, to be able to sit, go online and, and, and search for things that they they might want to be interested in buying. So we've seen some really strong uh, metrics on our site uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, started in early April and has continued on through April. So we've seen about an 18% uplift in visits to Gumtree Cars. Wow. Um, start of eight, which is huge. Um, huge. Um, 13, about 13, just over 13% increase in dealer stock views uh, in the first couple of weeks of April. And that's continued to trend up. I haven't got the latest exact numbers, but that's what it, that's what it started off in early April. Um, and for us, we've seen about a 5% increase in what we call connections or leads to, to our dealer network, which shows there's still plenty of intent there from, from buyers. And there's been roughly 50% increase in average time people are spending on the site being Gumtree cars. So do you get the, I mean, you know, for the average Joe, they go and pop, you know, pop an ad on Gumtree, I'm selling my, you know, my Holden Rodeo. What you use your Holden Rodeo? I'm just gonna sell for you. Um, it's a Frontier. Yeah. <laughs> Holden Rodeo, it's got X amount of kilometers blah, blah. But does the, do, do the do other people see the, the sort of back end of the analytics of it? Like, do dealers see how many people... Are, like, do, if I go and trade my... For example, the car I've got for sale now, if I go and trade that car in, does the dealer go, oh, he's had it on for sale, he's had it for sale for 48 days, had no offers, but do they see other things that we don't see or everyone pretty much sees the same the same platform and you guys just control the... Yeah, so it's, it's a good question. So it's largely the same for what we call our pro-sellers and private sellers. So pro-sellers being... Motor vehicle dealers across the country, so it's 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 pretty much the same. What we do, obviously, with our dealers, we do give them a snapshot, uh, the metrics that we measure every month, okay. uh, and we work with them to explain what's happening in, in the background. Um, but as you know, if you list your car on, 
gum, um, gum tree privately, we do show you exactly what's happening um, in terms of the amount of people that are looking at the car and also to the amount of connections or, or people. Rick, you said earlier that uh, the dealers was up like a 13% figure. Is that yeah. is that because um, they haven't sold in the earlier month, so you've got an increase in, in supply or stock? Or is it just uh, a, lot more, a lot more people are financially in thinking, oh, I've got to get rid of the, the second or third car now, I'm working from home, I'm not driving, it's just sitting there. Yeah, so there's probably a combination of factors that impact that part. So we, we took some measures in April and we've extended those into May to support the dealers. And I know you, know, you obviously had Bradford on the, on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about the impact it's had at the, at the dealer level. But we, we took some really strong measures to support the dealers. So we ended up waiving all their fees in, in April, so their subscription fees, and, and we've also extended that further into May discount and and one of the reasons two reasons for that primarily is we wanted to support the industry uh, given the impact it's had but also too we know that supply has been challenged and and of course with you know less people going into the dealerships and buying vehicles they're, they're tending to sit on the lot a, li- a little bit longer so it was important that we we supported them in terms of allowing them to allow uh, list their inventory on our site to give them the maximum exposure have you spoken to Thrifty and Avis? Because they've got a shitload of cars, cars sitting around doing nothing. God turns around and he goes, mate, they're all the rental cars. They're all the people that haven't come back yet. Yeah. Well, they're stuck overseas. There's stuck. that many rental cars. Have you seen it? Rick, have you been out there? And it is, it is, it's, it's unbelievable. It's probably worth... Send, you can send a drone. It would be worth sending a great photo. There's that many of them. They're, they're, everywhere, they're everywhere. It's funny you say I've seen it. It feels like I haven't been out of the house for nine weeks. Because I haven't done anything. Thing. It can be a good thing. Everyone's, everyone seems to be getting, everyone's starting to sort of go, oh, do I really want it to go back to normal? Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm kind of enjoying it. The homeschooling thing's killing me, but yeah. Uh, how the, you guys have got kids, it's crazy. Oh, I've got three <laughs> kids, it is just insane. I'm, like, filling, I'm, fi- I'm filling up insane. petrol at three quarters because I just haven't been in the survey for a while. Well, I think on the weekend, <laughs> I, my the wife's car hadn't had fuel put into it for about seven weeks. Oh, shit. Right? So I thought, and, really? she's going, and she's going back to work tomorrow, so I thought, yesterday, I'll take the car out, put some fuel in it. Give it a run. And so I got onto the fuel checkup to see, you, you know. you get pulled over? Or you just go ahead and put fuel in it? No, you get pulled over every time you take the car out? No, it's, it's, oh, that was, there's no drama with that, but the, the fuel prices jumped 50 cents a litre from Friday's oh, announcement that we're easing restrictions, so it's back to, back to $1.40. Oh, boo-hoo. It was only 70 bucks for me today. It was 40 the other week. Yeah, but you already had fuel in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. Have you got kids at home, right? Yeah, we've got two. So, largely been okay. One's one's not old enough for school yet. The other one's just started school. So, yeah, yeah you're in that you're in that situation where they doing the doing the homeschooling thing. They're not really focused at all. Oh, I was doing, I did maths this morning, English. Yeah, you, t- you speak to people and they're like, yeah, I've got to go and re-educate for myself just so I can do the schoolwork with the kids. Oh look, I dropped. Right, so I don't know whether you've seen it, but the way they do maths now is not, like oh, seventy. We used to do twelve times twelve. They're doing seventy-two times four hundred and thirty-eight. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't need to memorise that. And the screens are bigger on their calculators. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I, I dropped uh, my uh, kindergarten boy off. The kid went to school for five weeks, six weeks. And then he's been at home for six weeks, seven weeks. And taking him back today, it was all of a sudden. No, no parents allowed in the schoolyard. You've got to leave them at the front office and they walk in. And the kid's are like, oh, no, Dad, can you walk me to my classroom? No. And, it's, and I said to them, you can't do this to the kindy kids. They're just like, 
there's only like 20 of them here. Like, let's walk him to the classroom and leave. Like, it's 40 metres away. No, no parents in the schoolyard. If I'm sick, my kid's giving it to all the kids anyway because he's here now. They just try to take steps. Well, let's, let's go back to Gumtree. Let's go back to Gumtree. Back to Gumtree. Questions, pre-COVID questions I was going to ask, Rick. Uh, Gumtree to me is like almost like the trading post of the uh, the internet era. Like I, I remember the, the, the trading posts having weird and wonderful columns and I'm, I'm sort of sidetracked away from the cars, but even you, you'd find people always used to say, oh, I found it on trading posts. But lately, what you hear is, oh, I found it on Gumtree. It's it's synonymous for like almost like barnyard finds. Is it something that you were looking for, or just it's happened? Yeah, it's it's interesting. So I'm not sure if you know the history of Gumtree. Started off uh, in, an, in another life overseas, but when it came to Australia, it was it was to obviously a place where people could come and find somewhere to live initially. So backpackers and so forth, and then it sort of evolved from there to to being. You know, one of the leading platforms in the country. There's about 7 million Aussies come to Gumtree every month, right, to, to try and buy or sell something. Wow. Um, there's about, so we, we connect buyers and sellers with more than, I think it's 3 million live listings across hundreds of different categories. So cars or automotives, our second biggest category on the site. So were there always cars or it started with? No, no, it didn't start with cars, but it quickly evolved because as you know, automotive and cars is, you know, one of Australia's great passions, right? So it quickly evolved number two category. And it's clearly, you know, it's a huge focus for us on the site. Um, you know, there's so many things you can buy and sell on Gumtree. Um, and, and when you look at, you know, a situation like COVID, for instance, nobody saw it coming, but you know, one, one day we're all going about doing our thing. And next thing, you know, you're sort of locked up at home and we've seen so many Categories so so um, you know the what we call the vibrant or so much activity you know sporting equipment for instance just went crazy out of the gate um, home gym stuff yeah home selling gym. like oh, wow. that old cycle bicycle the old used bicycle in the backyards like now getting you know getting crazy offers yeah but also people wanting to get that stuff right because they yeah. were worried they couldn't go to the gyms and do whatever so there was bits and pieces happening like that I was also uh, having a play on your on your website and. I like the way that you dealer focus. If there's a dealer that's selling the car, you're not afraid to hide it, and and you sort of you, you sort of allow a, a communication between the buyer and and the dealer direct through your site, rather than pretending it's just a, a private car for sale, which is something unique compared to some yeah. other websites. Yeah, it's, so one of that's that's also one of the unique strengths of our website, but also you know clear what we feel advantage and strength is that we're an open platform. So you know, buyers list the car uh, on the platform, but also potential sellers can come and, and check out the seller and the details are all there. You know, it becomes what we call a virtual extension of the dealership's website. And, and again, you know, as, a, as a dealership trying to launch all the imagery and get it out to the public, you know, it's, it's a really easy way for the, for the potential buyer to come and see the dealer's details. You know, most people want to try and stay close proximity when they're, when they're trying to find a car to, in their local community. So it's great for dealers to be able to advertise and the, and the consumer or the, or the potential buyer to know, okay, yeah, I can go here and I know where the inventory is. And not only that, it sets up links when you, you, you are looking for something specific and you sort of got some external links where you can find that particular product as well. 
So it's it's all encompassing what I've noticed compared to um, some other websites. So I, I, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, and it lets the you know it lets the buyer list the goods as long as they're putting the description on correctly and, and putting everything in. You know, you, you were joking before, Ross, but it's super it's super important, that, particularly for dealers in this situation, given that you know as I as I said before, um, so many people now are online searching for inventory. It's so important to get those descriptions right. And then you know, once the once the potential once the buyer's on the site and engaging, then yeah, you know, it really should lead them to the dealer, which is the aim. Yeah, I've used both platforms. I've used Gumtree to sell a car, and I've used another. I'm not going to say what it was, but yeah, a, another online thing. It, the the interface on Gumtree is a lot. I'm not saying because you're on the on the show, but yes, it's yes, a lot easier to use because you do find that you just constantly get those messages, and it's it's like it's almost uh, it's almost like you, it's an extension of your, your your Facebook Messenger or your Instagram because you just kind of get that pop up and go through it. On some of the other ones, you've got to wade through get those phone calls where they're blocking numbers, and they've got a central person sending you text messages. It just becomes too you're not actually talking to the actual person. It just becomes too complicated. But I think. One, one question I wanted to ask was, a lot of people years ago used to say that the used car market for private sellers is false. Do you have any stats on, do the, do the dealers just swoop in at the end and people just get fed up with, you know, I've got the car advertised at 50, it gets to 40, the dealer's off at 37, you're like, oh, you know what, for three grand, I, I, I couldn't be bothered. And then the dealer picks it up and starts that cycle again, it goes, it goes back on to Gumtree or whatever at a higher price, but you've got that confidence because... I don't think I've ever bought a car privately. I know Hal has, I know Pete, you have. I don't think I ever would. I'd happy to pay five or six grand more for a car at say 50 grand, because I know that the dealer might have just come from a private seller, but at least at least you know the dealers, you've got that confidence that, is that market false or is it is it actually there? Yes, yeah, so there's a couple of things. So in terms of the market, we don't capture the sale sale details. So it's not something that we, we get involved in. We definitely don't capture the sale price or transaction price. Sellers have to indicate whether or not the vehicle's gone, so they take take either add, take the ad down or you know, list it as sold. But we don't capture those details. But also, too, it's a very personal choice when you're buying a car. So some people will like like to go on to Gumtree and, and try and find a car relatively cheaper than where they where they think they might be able to find it elsewhere. Mm. So and they're in the market for, for different reasons. But as you say, there there are also strong strong indicators or strong reasons why you would go and buy it from an LMCT dealer, of course. So you know, depending on your own personal cir- circumstance or situation, and of course, as you know, if you go through a dealer, you get such such things like you know, warranties and peace of mind. You go onto their website, check the reviews, check how long they've been in business. You get, you know, there's, there's many dealers across the country that have got that reputation. If something goes wrong, they'll definitely help you out with it. So mm. people look to buy cars for different reasons. Mm. And ultimately, we've got a significant amount of inventory that are, that are obviously listed by private sellers, a huge amount. Um, and, and by and large, the feedback we get is you know, that obviously the connection we provide and the end result, they're, they're very happy with it. So, and as long as you do your due diligence when you're buying online privately, there's no reason why. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't get caught out. It's, it's definitely the go-to though. You know, people. People used to go to, I'm not going to say it again, that other one. You know, Gumtree has become the go-to for, for, for cars. I was going to ask some, another question. Uh, with, with Redbook and, you know, when it's the Bible of used car prices or trends, do, do official government-type uh, departments contact you for any statistics or um, do you know of any websites using your advertising to check to see what the trend is for prices? 
No, not 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 in terms of prices, because they're two different things, right? The listing price and then sale price of it can be two vastly different things. Yeah. And you know, as Ross was alluding to, you know, what people will, will list a car for is can be sometimes optimistic, say say the least. The actual mm-hmm. sale price is vastly different. So no, we don't we don't have any of that happening for us. Um, and of course, being an intermediary, our job is to make sure we're connecting the buyers and sellers and they're getting the best success they possibly can. Uh, so that, that's what we're most interested in. We, we have op- we have tools on our site that, that actually will help, if you're listing a car, will help you in terms, give you a price guide, and uses, we, we use various data in the background, um, it's auction data, and as you mentioned, you know, there's certain, there's two major guides in the country that'll give you, give you data around um, previous sales history. We use that as a guide to help people when they're listing their car, Right, but ultimately it's a guide, and you know the market, the prevailing market conditions, you know, stock in certain certain cases. So how much inventory is in, in particular, you know, on, on certain models that's available. There's other factors as well. The guide helps, but at the end of the day, it can come down to you know how many cars of that particular make and model are already listed on the site in that particular area. Well, I know Just, on um, yeah. one one thing with, with pricing, especially I know um, a lot of stuff on. Um, uh, Facebook Marketplace. If you try and put a car on there, it'll tell you that it's too that you're asking too much, and it won't it won't let you put it on. What's Zuckerberg? You just yeah. So then pe- people just people will just put like on there one 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 right, and then they'll put the price in the ad, right? But then you get five hundred idiots messaging you asking you oh, if it's really a dollar or like oh what's the price? So yeah, and, mate, and it's, it's driven. Dollar, the dollar. It's yeah, dollar but, but, but and it's driven. It's, I know a lot of people like I, I won't put anything on there to do with cars anymore because it's just too hard to deal with. You can't. Why would you sell? I think I, why would you sell it on Facebook? You know, you know why? Because you narrow for down. Old, it, isn't it for old people? House friends. No, because cash. because what it is, Ross. If you're selling enthusiast stuff, right? There's groups yeah. on there where you will sell stuff in five minutes. No problem because it's it's you've really hit that market. They know what they're looking for. Man, I was I was looking for a set of wheels for my brother's uh, the Mazda that is nearly ready, and there's always someone looking to move that type. You lost of me product. a Mazda. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Rick. Tell him why he's but, dreaming. But, <laughs> Facebook. But, but come on, fight, fight. Come no. On. But but what happened was I I, I followed. Did you say that's Mazda? I'm following Ross. <laughs> I'm following. Four or five groups that s- specifically sell like these drag drag racing type wheels, right, mate? If you're not fast, they're gone. There's just nothing getting put on there in that type of product. All right, let me let me ask Rick. At a Gumtree, is, is, is there a section in Gumtree for drag wheels, Rick? No, there's wheels, <laughs> car wheels, and tires, but there is, but yeah, know, there is, there, yeah, there, there is. is there. So, but we're for, we've I'm, got any anything automotive you can pretty much find on Gumtree. Yeah. What I found was if you're looking for stuff that's specific, like, you know, drag wheels, bead locked, you know, certain you certain can join things. groups. I know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, you're like, you'll, you'll find people because they're like-minded. They know what they're talking about. The specs are there. You know, it's easy to sort it out. Um, normal wheels and tires, you know, they want, you know, whatever Simmons or, you know, whatever, whatever. You'll, you'll find them literally everywhere. But cars, I've seen a lot of them go away and you'll find a lot more of them on Gumtree, especially. Um, modded cars and enthusiast type cars as opposed to, you know, um, car sales and other stuff. I just found your drag wheels on Gumtree. 
Just question, question to Rick. Um, I'm actually looking for Ricaros on Gumtree at the moment. <laughs> can, I, no, can I jump in there? I want to know any the scams. I want to hear a scam story on Gumtree. Like, you know, those, you know, I always hear about, oh, some guy from Queensland was in the Navy and he wanted me to send him the money. I was going to post him my Volvo and he never picked it up. Well, let me rephrase Save it. Me. How much of that is just urban myths and how much of it... Do you have a section, Rick, where if you feel like there's a rort going on, you guys clamp down on that pretty quickly? Yeah, and it's, they're good questions, right? Because at the end of the day, if, if you want to engage classifieds platform, particularly Gumtree, then you know, there's a couple of things you worry about and that's the, the fraud and, and, and the scam aspect, right? But that's that's one area that we spend an important amount of time on, in terms of the back end of the platform. Yeah, I've got yeah. to imagine. Yeah, we have huge filters. Um, there's a lot of a lot of time and effort that goes into you know, not only detecting it, but then when we when we come across it, acting on it really quickly. So you know, there's a huge focus on it internally. The reality is, like, there's always going to be people that are going to try and set out to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. It's our job to make sure that we minimise it. Also, too, when we capture it, we do something to eliminate it. There's been, you know, there's lots of urban myths, right, to your question, Pete. But, you know, there are times where, you know, people do slip through the net. Um, the reality is you just got to capture it, jump on it, make sure it doesn't happen again. And the one thing that we always say to our, particularly the, the, the buyers, is you just got to take, take a, you know, a very pragmatic approach and be very cautious. Like, certain things... When they when they happen, just don't look right. So you, know, you you don't need to respond to them, or you just ignore them. Well, I had a phone call yesterday, and um, the guy says, you know, he, he had a, an accent. He was phone number came from Melbourne, and he said, oh, "Hi, how are you going?" He goes, "I just want to. You've had an accident with my car, and this is your registration plate, and I just want you to pay the excess now." What are you talking about? And I said, oh, was that in Victoria, in in such and such street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in Cook Street. There, yeah, I said, well, in Victoria." Obviously, you know, but he's obviously picked up my details from the ad that I've got online. Yeah, you should be really careful. You know, really, and this, you know, we've got some some strong tips on the site that you know, we encourage anyone mm. on the site buying and selling to check. Just another question I was going to put a bit earlier was, twenty years ago, I mean, trading place was all, all all the thing. Then the internet came, and the way you sell well, you're cars, out, you're out of better. Like, or you didn't go to bed. You tried to get to the the places where you knew the first drop offs were. So now we've got. Remember which, remember which day the paper got delivered? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, there was one place where 1 a.m., that was a drop off. Like you got the trading post. Yeah. So, it, 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 and, and you know what? You'd be ringing people at 1 a.m. Sorry to wake you, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd really like to come by now. <laughs> Just, Didn't and, you yeah. just sell your mates' cars and stuff like that? I've, I've yeah, that was the it. best. You put someone else's car for sale. My dad still reminds me one time when my mate and I, we were right into it and yeah, we were sorting, sorting out, basically getting out. We grew up on a bit of property, so we had these paddock bombs that we were sort of getting sorted off the trading post. And the phone bill was astronomical. One day. <laughs> went off his head. Sorry, Rick, what I was getting at is that was 20 years ago. Gumtree is now. Do you guys sit down and plan? Do you have a, like a think tank meeting at one of your big extravaganza annual trip away with the team, say Vegas or something like that? Do you sit there and, and figure out what the next platform future holds? Is that something that sort of comes up or you just deal with what you've got now? No, so there's varying degrees of that, but ultimately, you know, we're, we're really comfortable on, on the platform and, and 
again, getting back to the purpose of it, it's connecting buyers and sellers, right? To me, that that's that's the purpose. We want to make sure that you know, that engagement's strong. In terms of upcoming trips, I don't think we're going to be getting any of them anytime soon. Um, <laughs> not until 2035. Not, not till Vegas, which is probably a good thing for our health and safety anyway. Uh, <laughs> for everyone's health and safety. Everyone. But yeah, no, it's, look, it, we, one of the big areas that we are focusing on, to be honest, if you talk about platform, is automotive, right? So we've made some significant changes and investments, put a huge focus on it. So I joined the company in just 11 months ago. So I moved up from sunny Melbourne to Sydney, take on the role. Welcome. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's amazing. I, I felt like I was just getting used to Sydney and then bang, you know, you're in lockdown. Um, but yeah, so first time they put head of motors into the organisation, we've built out you know, a regional team now. So instead of just having people in the Sydney office, we've got people in each state looking after the dealers, making sure that you know, they're, they're looking after their needs. And I'm building out the team to make sure that ultimately we can start delivering uh, on our focus. We want to be the number one automotive site in the country, so that's that's our yeah. goal. So, so what was your background, Rick? Have you, have you got a car background or just land, all, landed this I've job? I've been in automotive all my working life, but mainly on the financial services side. So, well, that's how you know Bradford. That's how I know Bradford. So I did a stint at ANZ, but then I did ten years at BMW. Okay. Head office. Oh, yeah. at head office. Yeah, so that's how I I know Brad. I look my file up. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Mate, you can, I've had some shockers anyway. You can look at yeah, mine. Brad right. reckons I've been pre-approved for three hundred grand. Because he's, he's got cars to move. He's got three. <laughs> he's got three cars to move. He's got stock. He's <laughs> pre-approving everyone. He's a good salesman. He's the best. He's the best. So yeah, I, I spent ten years there in, in financial services, and then um, went into my into a business with three other people. So a small finance brokerage. Yep. We had a lot of fun building that up, and then yeah, decided that I wanted to get get into this. I saw a great opportunity with Gumtree, um, and being being really strong, as you know, as I said, being the number one platform for, for buying and selling, but really looking to double down on, on their exposure into automotive is what should really interest me. So, and what was yeah. num- what was number one if motoring second in Gumtree? Uh, the number one platform. Yeah. What, what do you think? Have a guess. I don't know. Are you allowed to say it? No, no, they cancelled that, I think. Real estate. Real estate on Gumtree? That number no. one? No. No? I was going to say furniture. Three, pet. Pets. No. Freebies. No, yeah. I don't know. No. Home and garden. Home and garden. Home and really? Garden. Yeah. Home and garden. Yeah. Well, hydroponics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, tomato no, plants. That, People that's selling that's tomato that's plants. That's its own section. <laughs> Okay, home and garden. What kind of crap's in home and garden? Let me have a look. <laughs> you know how many people were driving to Griffith plants. to buy tomato plants? It's funny how we everyone's just on their phones with, with Gumtree. How's found his seats? Found seats. <laughs> He's found his seats. He goes, check your email. But they're in some... some oh, I just found some Gucci shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Look at that. That's all my shit. My wife's selling all my stuff. <laughs> And you told her the prices you bought it at. <laughs> no, you told her they were fake. <laughs> yeah, she's, sell- she's selling my car for fifteen thousand. Crazy. Any car news, fellas? Well, my car's arriving on Friday. What's finally turning up? 
The, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Yeah, Snow White. Or we're going to call them the car Snow White. The frozen white metallic X5M competition pack. Nice. When, well, when did you order that one, Ross? Oh, well, I ordered an X6, but that got pushed out till sort of December. And then uh, Brad called me to say, I've got a white X5M here, 2020 build. Do you want it? I said, I'll take it. Yeah, it's one of the launch. I think it's one of the BMW launch cars, which is good because I know that they put all the goodies on there. Um, Actually, I'll pick it up Friday. I know what number plates for sale for that Frozen. If you want it, uh, I've got numerical, but that's okay. All right, if you want Frozen, it's available. Anyone out there, <laughs> um, send me an I'll email. Up Friday, it's exciting. But I'm looking for a project still. Looking for something fun to buy. I saw. I went and had a look at a Mustang last week off Gumtree. Would you believe? Actually, earlier in the week, Monday, uh, Thursday last week. Had a look at a Mustang, like a 19 Fastback. model, 18 What's model. Sort? Uh, it was a fastback. It was '63. I think it was a pretty cool car. Nice. Um, the only problem was steering wheel was on the wrong side. That's easy on a Mustang. That's no, right. I, what to convert it? Yeah. No, I just I, I don't think I could drive a left-hand drive car. It's driving yeah, but, crazy. Yeah, but a must, mu- Mustang's easy to convert. So Please. was it through a yard or did you? Was it a private? A private son. How did you find going go and have a little bit of car at someone's place? Oh, was How it a panel bed? Oh, okay, so we'll... oh, just keep, just, the, this is the bloke that said he couldn't buy a car off Gumtree privately because he wants peace of mind, but he went to look at a Mustang and a panel beater. You're doing it all wrong, Ross. Now, the story is the panel beater. This is the story he told me. He goes, I painted the car for this bloke and he never picked it up. So it's been here for three years and now that he legally owns it, he's selling it. Three years? Oh, wow. Apparently the guy... Yeah, but you know what's going to happen. I'm going to be driving the car down the street. Some guy's going to put a gun to me and go, man, that's my car. <laughs> Get it wrapped after you pick it up. Yeah. No, no, that's why you've got to change the steering wheel on the other side. Ross, Ross, just find out who the owner is and we'll just check if he's like due for parole or not. Rick will look it up. Rick will, <laughs> Rick will help you out. No, 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 no Mustang. No Mustang. No Mustang. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Hey, what about you? Actually, Ross, there's a, uh, that, that 280 SE that you, were, that you were so keen on. The big pig. Which one? The Merc. Yeah, you want the old one, the, the, the coupe. Yeah, you want yeah. to put a C63 yeah, there's, on it. There's, um, there's one going to auction this month. Yeah, but they go to... Man, there's someone that graves online clicking buttons there for sure, because stuff, stuff sits there for... Well, this one's know, at, this nine, one's, this nine one's at Shannon's. No this one's at Shannon's. And then they've just gone boom. Actually, I wanted to ask, Rick, so, you know, the lights... Obviously, it's a popular... Cars are obviously a really popular thing because you've got now greys online doing the car, like cars in a really big way and then boats as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as I said, like, for us, and that's the reason we went we went in, into automotive in a big way, in particular cars, utes and vans, is it's, it's still such a popular... Not only popular category, but everything that sits around it. Yeah, it's... Everyone has... And that's the thing. Like, you look at the impact of COVID-19, of course, you know, it's a little bit challenging to go and do and ultimately buy the car. There are still yeah. opportunities to go and do it as you've just worked out, right? But we, we see it, it's going to be challenges, no doubt, off the back of it, but we see it growing and growing, right? In particular, you know, as a mode of transport, we don't, I don't see it sort of changing too in the near future. We're not, we're not getting any better in terms of our infrastructure and public transport. So not cars all, no. are cool. no. the number one mode of transport for most people. And, and there's still... I think last look, nine and a half million registered vehicles in Australia, right? Not to mention all, all the vehicles that are sitting unregistered. So it's still super popular, so much inventory sitting around. One of the reasons why we wanted to go into it is, yeah, it's, it's just, there's so many different types of 
opportunities in automotive for us to, to support that that journey for buyers and sellers. So, yeah, right. I, I've been wanting me to ask the question. So, obviously, your category next to plants and lawnmowers is is automotive. Can you break that in that automotive breakdown? Do you have a, a, a like you know car wheels and tires popular, or, or is, is, is like what's the breakdown within the motoring? Sort of section that, that that'd be interesting to see uh, you know are people restoring more cars now because they're in lockdown or uh or or, or, or you know has, has things changed like dramatically or has it always been sort of established no it's nothing nothing's in the in the automotive categories changed dramatically other other than obviously the stats that i talked about earlier so people are still viewing you know cars utes vans the other categories that are super super important for us are parts and accessories clearly yeah. Right. Um, also, you know, you've got other things like motorcycles. Uh, we've got heaps of motorcycles on the site. Trucks, uh, marine. Sweet. I'm going to go buy a motorcycle. Yeah. All, all these things that sit in automotive, we, we're significantly, um, you know, there's a significant focus on it, and we've got plenty of inventory. I think there's something like fifty-five thousand motorbikes on the site. Wow. It's amazing. Well, because you don't, you don't, you know. You didn't really have anywhere to go to find a motorcycle, really. I mean, the, the, the platform that's aligned with the other car platform is um, is not very good if you're looking for, you know, a road bike or a dirt bike and that. So, it's yeah. definitely... Yeah. And we've got a strong, you know, a strong balance of private and um, de- dealers, so process dealers as well. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you go back to, your, you know, your question around the training posting everyone's experience 20 years ago i remember that was the first thing and i made some phone calls at three in the morning as well for you know the xrt <laughs> i don't know if you remember them right the farm the farm bike of all farm yep. bikes yeah yeah i think we've still got a few of those kicking around have you possibly we've got it yeah we'll talk i'll talk to you off air about you what's have to talk to me offline yeah, about yeah. what's sitting in the shed yeah 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 and it's no different on Gumtree, right? The I wish we had mobile thing. phones back in the yard to report around, those phone combos. Oh, mate. I think I said on the last an episode a couple of way back, what my brother and I used to do with the old trade, we'd find one from two years ago and ring up about a wardrobe and convince the guy that the ad is still running. I do that on Gumtree, Pete. Yeah, they like, they rip know, the ads it's, down. It's, it's hard now, I know. Rick? No, I think I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm good now. If I sell a Vol- if I sell my Volvo to the the guy in the Navy in Queensland, I know that it's not real. Yeah. Well, we got it. We got an email during the week to Halil, so oh, I'm going to read no. the question and, oh, and no. Halil's drafted an answer. Oh no. Uh, dear Halil, Halil don't, don't say anything unless you run a base solicitor, mate. No, no, no. Dear Halil, I hope you can help me. The other day, I set off for work, leaving my husband in the house watching TV. My car stalled, and then it broke down about a mile down the road. I had to walk back to get my husband's help. When I got home, I couldn't believe my eyes. He was in the bedroom with our neighbor's daughter. I'm 32, my husband's 34, and the neighbor's daughter is 19. We've been married for 10 years. This is a joke. When I confronted him, he broke down and admitted they'd been having an affair for the past six months. He won't go to counseling. I'm afraid I'm a wreck. Need advice. Can you help? How? Well, well, yeah. I, I had a good thing about it, but... How's that car? What, what kind well, of car? This is, this is, oh. Dear Sheila, you know, a car stalling after being driven a short distance can be caused by a variety of faults. All right, start by checking there's no debris in the fuel line. If it's clear, check the vacuum lines and hoses. Check the manifold. Check all grounding wires. And if none of these um, solves a problem, it could be a faulty fuel pump giving you low fuel pressure. Hope it helps. There you go. All talk advice. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, she had a problem with the card. How? Ross, people it? ask me the questions because they don't take you seriously. They know I'm the serious one here. I think we just yeah. That's, that's I think Rick's worked that out. <laughs> <laughs> You nailed it, Hal. You nailed it. Nailed it. Did the Mazda give it away? Yeah. <laughs> Rick, mate, thanks for joining us. And like in the future when this world changes and we can sort of come in the same room again together, I mean, you're more than welcome to come again and uh, talk some old BMW, maybe put him against Brad and work out which... Oh, that's what we need to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, head to head. head. Put him up against each other. Yes. The problem is, I'm happy to, but he's... He's probably got as much on me as I've got him on, on him. Oh, okay. Oh. So that, is that how it is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy to. Um, and the other thing, we've got plenty to talk about. And one thing we didn't touch on was, obviously, we had some good news recently with the ACCC around the acquisition of, if you've been watching it, so the Cox Automotive Media Solutions platform, so Cars Guide and Auto Trader. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that, that all got approved uh, this, this month. So we're just waiting on final close. So yeah, that, that should take place at the end of the month, early June. So we're looking. Oh well, when that happens, we'll definitely come back on. We'll and come back on in a couple of weeks. Run. Yeah, really, really exciting. Well, so. mate, thank you for your time. Is there anything you want to plug other than like gum trees? Or is it a website or? You selling a car? You want to get rid of? Yeah. No, I'm not selling a car. But no, oh, not at all. I'm not selling my car at the moment. So just when I do, I know where I'm putting it. So just gum. Google Gumtree and and um, it'll take you there. Australia's largest site for home and car improvement. <laughs> Cars, anything automotive, right? <laughs> so, Drag tyres. Uh, it's been great. Thanks, thanks for having me. Mate, thank you for coming on. Um, you. you know where to email us. If you want any other advice from Hal, email us at uh, alltalk at outlook.com.au. Download us. You're already listening to us. You've found the right places. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, again, Rick, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Rick. Hope that was um, informative for our listeners. And uh, we'll catch up again sometime soon. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Thank you. Bye.